0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to A Life Extraordinary. I'm Roberto, your show host, uh, coming to you from Whistler, British Columbia, in the confines of my space pod, or as I like to call happy, uh, the Airstream. And this is where I'm coming to you today. And uh, ironically, looking out the window and seeing snow-strewn mountains and uh, covered ground with snow... Um instead, uh, today, the idea is to be talking to you about visiting Dubai. Um, you know, it's a country that has, well, country city, let's clarify that in a moment, uh, that seems to have um, just so much uh, interesting and unique uh, places about it. And today, I'm going to be chatting um, with Gabby, which is dunas y palmeras which translate to sand dune um and palm trees and let's see if we can uh see her here she's just gonna come on board and listen in in order to for me to invite her as a speaker but she was living in dubai for quite some time and started a blog where she chats about all the wonderful aspects of being in dubai and they had a have a house there um, now, with the pandemic, her husband is an airline pilot, so there were changes that had to be made, and so now she's back in Mexico. But uh, this young lady has really dove into uh, a, an appreciation for the place she was calling home. And uh, let me, oh, I see her here. Let me invite her to speak there. Uh, now that she's invited to speak uh let's see now so i've sent you an invite gabby and you've got to simply um so first you accept the invite to speak and then you unmute your microphone and this will allow you to speak but first um you've got to she's having some issues so maybe unplug um uh, let's see now uh unplug your earphones your earphones because it's not the type of earphones that uh, that will allow you to work. And then in the app, accept. No, I don't hear you uh, yet. Um, so you've got to. I've invited her to speak, and now she's got to click on that link to become a speaker. So let's see now if I could. If I could tell her, okay, Gabby, you. So you've got to. Uh, basically, what you're going to do, is unplug your earphones. That might have been what was the issue. And then, if you grab uh, your phone and you see on the call-in app, I'll have sent you an invite to be a speaker. And then you click on that, uh, and then, or, or you click on the call-in button, and then you'll be able to uh, to be a speaker. Bueno. Oh, there we go. <laughs> She's here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nope. I,
1: I didn't notice my phone was uh, on Bluetooth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, ah! I'm so, so it, was, it was connecting to your earphones.
1: Yeah, no, to a speaker in the living room. So oh. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> I, how, I'm, I'm mortified. No, I'm just kidding. I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm very excited to have you on our show today. And, uh, and I've, but first I'd like to give, I was giving a little introduction to you. Um, but first, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what you studied, what your degree is, and how in the world... You ended up in Dubai.
1: (laughs) Well, first of all, gracias. Thank you very much for having me in your show. Um, I feel very honored that you invited me for this. And starting with your questions, I studied law uh, in Mexico. Um, I finished my law degree in 2012. And I thought that I was going to be a lawyer for all my life. The, the rest of
0: your life, yeah? <laughs>
1: yeah, I I, I really, I, I love my career. I still do some work, but um life took me to Dubai when I met Felipe, my current husband, who you already yeah. know.
0: <laughs> current husband? Was there a past husband? <laughs> no, no, no. My, my, only, Wait. my
1: only husband. Right?
0: <laughs> Are you sure? Well, you were living in Dubai, so you will ask you a bit yeah. about that maybe in a moment. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: but that only applies to men, so... Right.
0: So you can't have multiple husbands?
1: No, no. In in the Muslim religion, only men are allowed to have uh multiple wives, and it's only uh four wives at, at a time. Only. So, only. Only. Okay. I think only. I think
0: one wife is enough, but but four, that's that's <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah. I I any, that seems very unfair, but I guess um yes. Well, there's
1: <laughs> not, uh a culture getting that into that later
0: <laughs> yeah yeah for sure but, okay so, so yeah so, so, so first
1: sorry mm-hmm. yeah
0: no no go ahead go ahead
1: so yeah i i was practicing my career in mexico and then uh felipe he's a pilot and he got an offer to work uh in dubai for emirates airline and so we got married and we went straight to Dubai after getting married, like, two months after. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I've always liked traveling. I've always liked uh, to learn about other cultures, and I love meeting new people, so I thought, why not? Why not go to Dubai? Maybe I can continue my career there, but I was, like, very wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but even so, um what seemed like a challenge at the time of not being able to continue my career turned into an opportunity to follow like my real passion which which is writing i have yep. always written like i keep a diary since i can remember
0: <laughs> yeah yeah for sure
1: and even in my in my career i have always been involved in like law publications and stuff like that in Mexico. So I started writing about life in Dubai and what I was learning. I was doing that while I was looking for a job, but uh, it never came. So I continued like this calling of following uh, the writing path. I uh-huh. started a blog and one thing led to another. Suddenly my blog was having like a lot of um, Traffic yep. and many many people were asking if I could help them organize their trips, their trip to Dubai. It's aimed for Spanish speaking. I like I write in I can I write in English, but my blog is like all in Spanish. Yeah. So, so I I saw like I had a business opportunity there, and because I had the privilege and the opportunity of traveling with Felipe, because of his job, I could like. Go with him to certain destinations, right? Um, while he was working and also as a vacation. So,
0: so, so. as a, a really neat, interesting thing, I guess, is uh, people would be dying to know how many free flights does a pilot and his wife get? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that, that depends on the airline, of course, but um, some I believe some airlines they do allow their. Their employees and their families to fly for free, mm-hmm. uh, but in the case of Emirates, like you could say, you only pay like a small percentage as a as an employee or or family. Like a ten percent. Um, like a ten percent. Yeah. Well, 10%. Well,
0: that's that. In my books, is the equivalent of free.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> it is. It is. Like you could say you're only paying the taxes of the airport that you're traveling to I mean yeah. it's not always like that but it's a very 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 small amount yeah uh, which is an incredible opportunity and, for, and do
0: you get them us. in do you get them business class as upgrades
1: So in Emirates yes uh, you have an upgrade uh, if business is available then you have an upgrade to business so if there's a uh, spot it, it they'll give it to you. Yes, if there's a spot, yes. We were lucky to almost always travel in business. Uh, there were times where, of course, we were in economy, and
0: uh... I call it donkey class.
1: <laughs> yeah, so one of your DMs that you sent me once made me laugh.
0: <laughs> yep, I uh, I enjoyed flying first class in my earlier years as a businessman. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it is a step uh, back in the evolutionary chain of <laughs> flying, uh, most definitely. So so enjoy, because long long trips are, make a big difference as well. But I, I think uh, Philip's um, time schedule must still be quite discombobulated from all his flying normally.
1: Um, yeah, so when, while we were in Dubai, yeah, sometimes he would be, especially at the beginning, uh, if he had a flight to... Australia, and then he came back. He he wouldn't know what day of the week it was, what time it was. If it was day, night. <laughs> so it took some time to getting used to that. Um, of course, he needed to exercise a lot to keep healthy because uh, flying for a big carrier like that, even here in in like in Canada, the US, Mexico, like those long flights to other parts of the world, uh, they bring like a toll to your health. So right. he had to be very disciplined. Uh, in exercising and eating healthy because, you know, life in a hotel all the time can be uh difficult well, tiring. Yeah, yeah, and yeah absolutely. Yeah. And
0: it's not like he's, oh, here, come stay at the hotel for four nights and relax and sleep <laughs> and eat. It's more like, oh, you're here for like 12 hours um, and uh, then
1: you're off again. Yeah, so he needed to, to administer his time uh, between like being a tourist and resting for the flight. So when when uh, he had long uh, I forgot the word in English, but when he, when he had to like two or three days maybe in a destination in Europe, yeah, well twenty it was twenty four hours to to forty eight hours. I would go with him if there were available seats. Right. So that that was I feel very fortunate do, to have been able to travel Gabby, that much with him. Gabby, mm-hmm. do
0: you have the microphone on right now? Just because I'm hearing like a little feedback. As if something's scraping against the phone or microphone. Oh,
1: okay. Yes, I have my my earphones. Is is this is this okay now? I think I can. Yeah, sweet. It was like against my jacket.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it scrapes like that. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, so no, sorry. no. Well, that's quite quite a you know. I think pilots uh, definitely have a very uh, difficult uh, lifestyle, but rewarding in many ways. But at the same time, they they have to get. Like their internal clock has to change to one that's constantly ever morphing, um, and and it's exhausting. Like I, I when I arrive on any trip, I literally for most long haul destinations, I arrive, I go to the hotel, and I go to sleep. Irrelevant of the time it is, just to <laughs> decompress from being cramped like a sardine in donkey class. And uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. six, I'm six foot one, but uh, but yeah. So I, I, it is definitely very. Very exhausting. So, my my kudos to him. So, you guys moved to Dubai. You hadn't had a little girl yet at that time, or were you pregnant when you? No, moved? no, no.
1: We moved like newlyweds. Um, <laughs> yeah, into back in two thousand and fifteen. Yep. And Felipe went first, and I followed him like two weeks after. Um, it was because of administrative reasons with the airline. So, right. Uh, and yeah, we stayed there for. Five years until the pandemic hit and all of our lives changed.
0: (laughs) Right, of course. And how, but when did the baby come in these five years? She's Um, three years old now. After three
1: years old. Yeah, after three years in Dubai, uh, she was born uh, in Mexico, but um, we went back when she was one month old to Dubai.
0: So, my first question, I think, coming to you on having moved from a Mexican culture to Dubai is what was it like for you as a woman and as a couple to be in this culture that is so very, very different than what you're used to?
1: Yeah, that's a very good question. So, well, first of all, um, Dubai is one of the most, if not the most open city in the Arab world. Like, um, It has followed the example of the West in many aspects. So even though, of course, their law is based on Islam, which is called Sharia law, and even though uh, they are, the locals are very traditional and they still have like these ancient rules that they live by. Um, the daily life for an expat is not, not that different from any western country, to be honest. Right.
0: Oh um, Gabby, yeah. sorry, the the microphone cable Again? is still scraping. So oh you gotta be re- you gotta be really careful that it yeah. doesn't keep hitting. Um, or simply not use the microphone. And use the, the yeah, phone, I'm going to hold it
1: next to my mouth. But,
0: because then <laughs> then people get so distracted from listening to your very intelligent and eloquent <laughs> answers by this little scraping in the background.
1: <laughs> which... I know, it must, uh, I, it must be awful, yes. So I'm holding it now, is it okay?
0: It's perfect like that. Yeah, great. Right. So, so, so <laughs> it wasn't a big change uh, culture-wise for you when, you when you moved?
1: I mean, it was a, ch- a big change, but it's not as... Uh... It's not as people think that uh, many, many friends and family would ask me, oh, do you have to cover up when you are walking on the street? Like, no, Dubai is not like that. Right. Um, so my daily life was uh, very similar to living in Mexico. Like I could do everything. i go to the beach. Uh, we could go to the mall. Uh, I could be alone in the street on like, could, Saudi could Arabia. Could you drive the car? I could drive the car, of course some some good good it's good that you brought this up because for certain um administrative paperwork, I do needed my husband's uh permission
0: right, oh, you did, yeah. oh yeah. wow, yeah, yes so you're cool. allowed to go to the store,
1: yeah, no, not like that, but um for the driving license, for example, yeah, uh, well, not because he was. Like you know what I don't exactly remember, not because he was my husband, I think that because he was my sponsor, yeah as a as right. an expat, yeah, but for for instance um for alcohol, when we arrived in Dubai, we did need to have a license uh, that allowed us to buy alcohol oh wow, so we could we could drink alcohol, of course, it was not forbidden, but we needed right. a license as a resident and um, also if you were a tourist, you could drink alcohol, but it had to be in licensed places like licensed restaurants or licensed hotels. All the hotels have license to sell alcohol. So most bars and restaurants are in hotels because of that reason. Right. Um, it was not that very accessible to buy alcohol when we initially got there. There were like three stores
0: so being Mexican, being Mexican, did you have like a suitcase full of tequila bottles?
1: We always brought tequila with us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think any Mexican travels without a bottle of tequila in his bag. <laughs> no,
1: never, never. So we always brought uh, bottles with us, um, and of course, it was also expensive to buy uh, alcohol in Dubai. So also, when Felipe traveled, he was allowed to bring uh, bottles of wine with in his suitcase. So right, it wasn't that. It's not like people think, Oh, you cannot drink alcohol, no, you can, you just have to follow the rules
0: right right so lot, which yeah. the, of which there are a lot of
1: there are a lot of now now, it's not like seven years ago when we just arrived. um I understand from what my friends have been telling me uh, that many more restaurants are now offering alcohol even outside of hotels
0: okay, so, so there's things are uh,
1: changing.
0: How long have you been gone now since the pandemic started, I guess? Uh,
1: one year and a half.
0: One year and a half. And you still have a house over there, though.
1: Yeah, we do. And I still... So the business that I started right before the pandemic, um, I still run it. So I still send travelers to Dubai. Uh Of course, it was on hold yep. during the most critical months of the pandemic. But thank God or Inshallah, like uh, <laughs> they would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, since October, September, October, like travel started to ramp up again. Yeah. And yeah, many travelers, travelers from Mexico have gone to, to Dubai.
0: So so since... how do you help people go to Dubai? If somebody wants to reach out to you, where mm-hmm. would they reach out to you? And uh, what type of services would you offer them in directing them to go to Dubai?
1: So uh, they can reach out to me through my social media. Um, it's in Spanish. <laughs> it's called dunas y palmeras which means sand dunes and palm trees in english right so uh uh-huh. dunas y palmeras and that's the name of my instagram account my uh, facebook account and the blog in which i'm writing um, and that's
0: dot com or dot mx
1: dot com
0: dot com you got a dot com that's fantastic
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I i bought the domain that's that's how you say it in English, right? Yep. Yeah. So, oh well, but my domain is dunas y palmeras life life okay. com because there's a, a beauty salon in Morocco with my name. So <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> well, dif- different industry, <laughs> I would say. So, what? How? How could you help people in going to uh, what was your country for? Well, is it? So, is it a country city, city country, oh, uh, or s- like?
1: Yeah. Good question. So dubai is a city but it's also so um it's like a state like let's say alberta right? yeah a uh, um, province, province,
0: province province thank yeah. you
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like a province because in mexico we call them estados states yeah. right um but it's all of dubai is like only the city so there's no like small towns around dubai you know it's Dubai is a city and a province itself, but then you have Abu Dhabi, which is another province, and they do have like small towns around. So there are seven provinces, and the, all of them uh, are the country of United Arab Emirates. Right. So there are okay. seven, and it's a. So
0: it's a city state.
1: Yeah, but uh, like the, the rulers are like like kings, you know. So it's a <laughs> monarchy. <laughs> El, yeah. In Dubai. No, so it's in a, all of the, right, all of right, the emirates. Right,
0: but 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 I meant in Dubai. Is it also still like a monarchy? Is it or is it like some yeah, of the? Yeah, it's not a
1: democracy. It's not a democracy. Yeah. So right. the, so when the current ruler passes away, uh, his son will take that throne, and he's called like a sheikh in yeah. Arabic, which is like prince, you know, or king. So it's the same.
0: And there's lots of princes and, and uh and the families tend to be pretty big of these monarchies.
1: Yeah, because right? because they have multiple women.
0: Right. <laughs> oh yeah, small detail. <laughs> How to yeah, populate but... the earth or <laughs> um... Yeah, but it's uh,
1: we, we don't know really lots of their private life. They are very uh private. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we don't know there are many like the family the royal families are huge, but um we never talk about them uh and besides, like, people are happy living there, so they don't mind, you know, what type of lifestyle they have. Right. Uh, they they're are like, very, very good like, rulers, to be honest.
0: Oh, cool. So it's like, oh, you know what? Uh, the king's a good guy, so uh, who cares if we can't vote him out? But uh, so there we go. Let's keep yeah, on moving Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, people are really happy. Locals, especially, like, they really love their king. Like, they have a profound love for him, which is, like... I, I felt jealous when I was there. Like I don't feel that way about my right,
0: right, right. You're, my
1: ruler, you, my government. You
0: don't wait. You don't feel that way about the current uh, president of Mexico.
1: Oh my god! Please, let's skip <laughs> the question. I don't want to answer that.
0: <laughs> so, no, so the no, people not are. At all. So the people are satisfied with their ruler, basically.
1: Yeah, they have a lot of benefits as locals, and the quality of life. The you know. Um, the rate of violence is one of the smallest in the world, uh, lowest. Right. Sorry, but is that
0: because they cut off your hand uh, if you do steal something, or is Well, it-
1: no, 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 they don't do that. That's that's Saudi Arabia and other countries in the Arab world, but right. the the UAE is not, as I said before, like they are very westernized, <laughs> so they have tough rules, but um, no, they don't, they don't get to such, uh, yeah, to such punishments. Not right. that I know of. Right. Um, so Got yeah, you. people live. People people are very happy living there. They like even Westerns. They want to stay. We want to go back because it was a very la- very nice lifestyle. Right. Um. Do you do you a feel a little
0: things. bit? You feel a little bit more safe in uh Dubai than you do in Mexico City.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you do something there, I guess, in Dubai that I do here which is it's very normal for me to go outside and go down the street and the kids run and play and go to the park whereas in a country like mexico you guys just don't do that anymore because of safety no
1: no it's not also it's not like that either like when i go to the park with paola uh like i can it's it's a very safe area where we live in, so she can run as long as i'm watching her in mexico yeah, in Mexico. Yeah. yeah,
0: cool, cool, cool. So it
1: depends on, of course, when you're abroad, even that happened to us when we were abroad, we thought that Mexico was more insecure than it actually is. We were so scared when we came back because we were only listening like to all these bad parts of the news. Right. Of course, to all the facts <laughs> that
0: make news, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So
1: when when we when when we came back, we were really like scared. I was like, Oh my god, Mom, I'm not going to the supermarket alone. And things like that. I right. I I didn't used to live like that before going to Yeah, but to you Dubai. wait, wait,
0: wait. Is this coming from the girl? Didn't they once like assault you with a gun to steal oh, your yeah, car? They did. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I yeah. forgot that. Oh the small <laughs> detail. So tell me how did that happen and what's the contrast of dubai would that ever happen there
1: well i mean there is violence in dubai and there are robberies and of course there are many awful things that happen but also you don't hear about them that much because um uh, the information that uh comes out <laughs> is very is... controlled right yeah so in mexico in guadalajara my hometown yeah they uh, assaulted me with a gun uh but luckily uh thank god really i could escape from that the the guy didn't steal anything. Oh, yeah, my purse. But he wanted my my car. But he, right. at the end, he just left and he just took my purse. But uh, here uh, in see, Mexico City... Oh, yeah, sorry.
0: No, no. See, see For me, the the what you experienced in Mexico, and for that reason, when you went to Dubai and came back, you were still feeling that in the back of your mind, is kind of like I, as a Canadian, feel uh, with Mexico. Because I'm like when I go there I'm like I, I don't I don't ever imagine being held at gunpoint for someone to take my car in Canada. So so I guess Dubai really is a contrast of safety to what Mexico really is.
1: No, yeah, of course. And even the rest of the world, like even our European friends, like well, we had a lot of, of friends from many parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And we all agreed to that the number one reason we were there was safety.
0: Right.
1: Uh there's Maybe Canada is another example of uh, how uh, safe a place can be with like the good, uh, good laws and good uh, authorities. Um, but most countries in the world are not <laughs> as safe, right? Right. Yes. Uh, but here, here, Mexico City is one of the safest city in Mexico. So I don't feel, uh, I don't feel uh, threatened when I go out. To be honest, here in Mexico City.
0: Right. Very cool. Well, I have a few more questions about Dubai for you. Um, Mm -hmm. So, so what, like, what would be the best time for people to, to kick over to Dubai?
1: Yeah. So for six months of the year, it's like insane to go there because temperatures do rise. Like they're almost at 50 uh, Celsius.
0: So you could fry an egg on the street.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah, you can you can, <laughs> you can uh, open your oven, like put it to 50 degrees Celsius, open it, and that's exactly what you feel oh, when you open brutal. the window in Dubai.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: <laughs> so especially the summer months, they are the hottest ones. And also, uh, there's a lot of humidity. Uh, many people uh, wouldn't never think of that, that a desert can be humid, but Dubai is extremely humid. So that makes it even more hard. Oh, wow. Uh, to be, yeah. But the rest of the year from October to March, the weather is very nice. Okay.
0: Do you get sandstorms during that time or is that the other season? No,
1: you can also get sandstorms during the summer. So um, there are sandstorms all year round, especially when the temperature changes, but you can still see, you can still have a sandstorm in, I don't know, December. Uh, It would be rare, but there have been. And what is when there are sandstorms? Yeah.
0: What is a sand, a sandstorm like? Like I'm walking down the street, I'm in the city and I'm like, oh, hey, honey, my phone just gave me an alert that uh, there's a sandstorm coming. So <laughs> what, what do I have to do?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like in the movies. Well, in the movies, you see the sandstorm coming and you can clearly see the division right from yeah. the like half of the image has like a lot of sand and the other half, the air is clean. So I guess it would look like that if you're like in the desert. But one day before or maybe two days before the sand storm arrives, you do get like uh in the news they start to say oh sandstorm predicted for tomorrow. So just be careful, close your windows and don't go out if you unless you have to. <laughs> right. So it's like a, a big storm, water storm, you know. Yeah, um, like a rainstorm. Rainstorm, or- sorry. Uh just uh with sand. So the day looks like um uh, beige you know you cannot see the sky yeah um it's like all sandy sometimes the sand do comes into the apartments houses uh, depending on how how bad the storm is and right. then the next day it's a clear normal day
0: <laughs> oh cool and that's where i see pictures of like uh, the highway or a road, and there's sand that's covering big chunks of it. It's because there was a recent sandstorm.
1: Yeah. So sometimes uh, the 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 wind is very very strong, and you can hear you know the wind, and you can see the sand like moving, uh, and then it just stops, but the sand stays in the air. So that's why they don't advise to go out, especially driving. Yeah. Because the visibility is very very low. So lots of accidents happen during sandstorms.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, it sounds like lovely conditions to drive in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's worse when it rains because they okay. are not used to rain. So when it rains, it's the worst accidents. Yeah.
0: Right. Because it becomes mud or they're just not used to it because they don't know how to drive it.
1: They are not used to it. It becomes mud. And there are no, like in the West, you know, streets have, uh, help me with the word, <laughs> alcantarillas. <laughs> drains, uh, drained, yeah. Yeah. So in Dubai there's no rains because it never never rains although lately they've been doing um seed storms is that yeah. like they they yeah that's how you say it seed
0: seed storms
1: yeah so they plant the storm in a, in a cloud and wait for it to grow and then it rains but it's not natural rain they uh, oh yes yes
0: yes yes uh, yes and that's actually it is how you say it. they they seed the clouds to, exactly, seed the rain. Yeah. yeah, but I was so like my mind was so far removed of the idea of manipulating clouds for rain in the desert that uh, that you're like seed rain. I'm like, yeah, I think. Wait, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, yeah. these guys—they are
1: visioners They are. I mean, they use all the technology there is in their favor and to improve uh, lifestyle there. So yeah, they they do right. that to to stop being at, like uh, a place so hot.
0: Right. So to so make they, it
1: attractive for people to live in there.
0: Hey, the land must have been pretty cheap when this guy came in and said, I'm going to build Dubai because it's like,
1: anybody else want this land?
0: It's like no <laughs> nobody. <laughs>
1: yeah, I really I, I really don't know, but uh they have done an amazing job at developing the city. It's truly impressive what they have done. In the and desert where nothing grows. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, you know, I guess a perfect example of human intervention on nature. But is there a lot of oil in the in Dubai area? Is that why so much money? Or is it just from other oil wells beyond Dubai?
1: So, um, like, I really don't know, like, that for a fact. But uh, since we arrived there, uh, we heard all the time that Dubai was diversifying because oil was running out. So they wanted to bet everything on tourism and technology and other sources of income. Right. Um, I know Abu Dhabi still has a lot of oil. That's what I hear and I <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, Dubai, that's why it's, they have all these attractions and this um, lifestyle. They're trying to, yeah. to make
0: it a destination. Come to the desert. We have yes. the tallest building in the world. <laughs>
1: all Plenty of record they have.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> well, do you go camel riding there? I got to ride a camel the other day in in Tanzania. Oh yeah, and
1: I saw, I saw.
0: They're super tall.
1: And they are very dangerous. Like, well, it's a very dangerous experience when they lift up. Yes. If you don't put your, like your body in the right position, you can just fall, fall down. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I like, you really have to hold on to the handles in front because it, it, the way they tilt their body, it's like basically you're vertical to go off yeah, the camel. Yeah. Yeah. It until feels- they, yeah. <laughs> It, it, it feels what you're going to say?
1: No, it feels like you're going to fall until the camel is like already on its four feet.
0: Le- four, yeah, four yeah. legs. <laughs> and, but you, so so I guess obviously you have gone camel riding in Dubai. Yeah,
1: yeah. So um, actually where we, so we bought a house before we came here and that development, it was right next to, to a deserted, um, well, yeah, it was the desert, but I mean, it was a huge piece of land only desert and then the city continued on the other way it was we were not in the desert like out of the city but right. there was this huge piece <laughs> of line in between us and but there and was the a city. desert
0: between us in the city
1: yeah <laughs> right okay. so it was a desert and there was a camel oh my, a camel oh. track that it was just behind the fence of the compound so right. every morning we would see these guys, like, taking all the camels, like, for a walk. So it was, like, three times per day. Yeah. And it was, even though we had been used to seeing camels all the time, like, when we were traveling on the road, we would see camels. Like, you would see cows, you know. In right. The, <laughs> right, You
0: yeah, would yeah, see yeah.
1: camels. So oh, we look. How to d- <laughs> yeah. But even even though it was still, like, amazing to see these herds of camel walking through the desert, I... I, yeah we we never we never uh got tired of of
0: being the view surprised. and yeah. and did you go there so if somebody wants to go do the activity of camel riding do they go to the backyard and look for the guy <laughs> that goes by the backyard with camels or do you know if, if there's any area in specific that they could go camel riding.
1: Yeah, so that's where I can help them. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can, <laughs> I can, I uh, recommend like places where they can do camel rides. There are these amazing experiences that are called desert safaris. Yep. And they, what they do is, um, they pick you up in your hotel in these uh, huge vans, especially for the desert. They are all Toyotas. <laughs> yeah. And it's they're special. Yeah, they are like built for the desert. And they take it takes like half a day from three p m to nine p m and it's an experience where they take you to the sand dunes. They do this thing called dune bashing which, which is they drive as fast as they can through the dunes okay and uh, it's like a small roller coaster
0: <laughs> and does the do they ever roll over
1: well uh Thank God I never saw anything like that.
0: (laughs) But you haven't YouTubed it? I mean, that would be like the first thing. I would be like, I think I'm going to go for a ride in the safari in the Jeep that goes as fast as it can over dunes. But let me just check um, (laughs) safari ride where SUV (laughs) rolls over. (laughs) And then I think I'd make my decision.
1: (laughs) No. So, I mean, these are expert guys, you know. So, there's a special license for you to drive in the desert. Of course, there are people who have had accidents trying that. You need to take like training in order to drive in the sand like this. Right. Um so these experiences also include camel ridings. So they include gotcha. all the things traditional of um, of the Arab world. Like and do they Arab set up camp- like
0: Bedouin temps like, yes, an exactly. Arab Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you can uh stay for the night or you can just have dinner and then go go back. So there are plenty of experiences Uh, in the desert and it's a culture that is very um oh my god what's the word hospitalaria like they they do welcome you and they are very warm and they like to treat you like with beverages and feasts so it's 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 a very nice way of experiencing the culture
0: if a person had five days to do dubai what would you have them do
1: yeah so it has evolved a lot because when we just arrived uh three days was enough. Right. It was like, oh you're coming to Dubai, three days is enough. And gotcha. now yeah. like they are they have done so many new things and even during the pandemic they built so many new attractions that five to six days would be like the perfect measurement right. of days. And well they would go I would suggest like the Burj Khalifa of course which which is the tallest building in the world. Um, they have this um attraction that's called at the top where they take you to the Highest levels, and you can see the whole city from there. Um, of course, the Desert Safari, yep. uh, Burj Al Arab, which is the, the the building in the shape of a vela de, de bote. A sail, yeah. sail, a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what else? Um, if you and go I- during the winter months, which is... Because there are like two seasons in Dubai, summer and autumn let's say not winter
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> but, so 6 months is a uh, summer and the other 6 months is let's say like an autumn weather uh, so during those 6 months most attractions are open so then you can go to the to miracle garden which is the largest um, garden of flowers with sculptures so they do sculptures with flowers and they do giant sculptures oh,
0: cool. they have
1: a a real size a three hundred and eighty, which is the plane that Felipe used to fly, yeah. covered with flowers.
0: Oh wow! So <laughs> opu- yeah, opu- opulence at its best. <laughs>
1: like, it, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Money so, is no
0: object. I want flowers to cover this entire plane. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <and then> the- <laughs>
1: yeah. Even even that's like the 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 the, the um, sheikh Sheikh Mohammed, which is the ruler of Dubai. Yeah. He also writes poetry, and lots of his writings are. Um, in many attractions, like on the facades, yep. yeah. facades, facades. So one of the, um, of his most popular uh, sayings is there, there is no word. The, the word impossible is not in our vocabulary. So right. you can see that when you are ready yes. to buy, like it's, it's true. So he has vision plus money, uh, not impossible, <laughs> right, right?
0: Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, for, th- for those th- that have unlimited money, Uh, And some vision. Yes, you could do anything you you want.
1: You you need both because you can have lots of money and then
0: not do anything
1: with it, right? Right. So, yeah, so Miracle Garden. And then um, there's a lot of water sports in Dubai. Oh, well, uh, skydive Dubai for the adventurous. Okay. Do
0: people kite um, surf in Dubai?
1: Yes. So they kite surf. I did a sport that's called surf ski, which was born in South Africa. Which is like a, a kayak, but it has pedals, and you you use yes. the waves like to surf. Yeah. So there's a lot of, of activities in the like water activities. So
0: right. You can. And can you wear ba- a bikini on the beach?
1: Yeah, you can. You, you can, can wear a bikini. So yeah, yeah, even even since I got there.
0: Can I wear but, a bikini on the beach?
1: Uh, if you want to, but right.
0: Um... <laughs> What do you think their reaction would be?
1: Yeah, no, I don't think they would be very pleased. <laughs> to be honest. Would
0: would I be taken away? Would I then be the guy in a bikini in handcuffs on the beach? Probably. Right. Okay. So there are limits to to There what? are
1: limits, yeah, like there are no nude beaches like in Europe that you yeah. can you know there are like many. You now, in, in Dubai like still you can't do that. Um right. But yeah, I, like I could wear a bikini. There are many public beaches, and people, you know, use their bikinis. Like no right. problem at all. As long Only... as they're not a guy. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah.
0: Right. Well, you and know, then, like, like you you compared to L.A. and um, you do see lots of guys in bikinis in in uh, Los Angeles. So so it is a contrast.
1: <laughs> in, in that in that regard, yes, and it is also a contrast, like to see women. That uh, Because in Dubai, you cover only if you want to. So that, that's what they say. And right. Many families, I met local families and local women who told me I am covered up because I of believe choice. in this and right. I want to do this. So it is a contrast when you go to the beach and you see these women all covered up and then you are in a bikini. So the first time that I experienced that, uh, it was like one month after I arrived. It really shocked me. And I right. felt bad for Weird, them. Weird,
0: no? You're like, but, yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, yeah. Uh, I even
1: felt sad. But after knowing, getting to know the culture, and after talking to women, I understood that for many, I am not saying that it's a rule, but for many women, that's a choice. And right. there's even now like a billionaire industry that's called modest modest fashion, and it it has like two fashion weeks in Dubai per year. Yeah it's a multimillionaire industry uh where they have like these designer clothes uh like for them to cover up you know from head to toes right uh, but in designer but beautiful, clothes beautiful yeah beautiful that i i'm like oh my god maybe one day i want to cover up
0: <laughs> right <laughs> right so be- like the most the most probably expensive and luxurious fabrics that money can yeah. buy um, yeah. and design but i do see some muslim women that are uh like they're they're not fully covered but they still have like leggings even if they're wearing a dress yes type yes of so stuff. there are
1: a lot of of variations and you can cover yourself off as much as you want so there are these like women that you even use gloves and they use this veil uh to cover their whole face so you cannot see anything from it but them. it's
0: a gucci prada Veil,
1: and... <laughs> yeah, in most cases, it is <laughs> right. But but many other women, like they just use, as you say, a hijab, which is the the, the thing that covers their hair, and yep. it can be like a normal um mascada. How do you say that? Oh my god, I forgot, um... like a, nor- a normal fabric to cover your hair. It doesn't have to be a hijab like in the old way, that it was designed, right. it just has to, to be, be something hijab. that covers it, yeah. So there are these Fendi, you know, Fendi, right. covers <laughs> And you can see all of that, and you know it's it's a very it's a very open country. So it's not like what many people think. Other Emirates are more conservative. Yeah. So if you travel around the UAE, you will see more women covered
0: in uh, other provinces, uh, states. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So, but in Dubai, it's much more open.
0: Right. So the in Dubai, it's basically like uh, luxury brand stores are like uh, corner shops here.
1: Yeah, and even for men, uh, they use uh sandals. And even like these huge brands, and very luxurious brands, they do they make sandals for for so, the locals because they use a certain type of sandal. It's not like any sandal.
0: It's probably something that doesn't make you sweat as much <laughs> or because I, it's hot.
1: Yeah, uh, it is. It is. It is.
0: Yeah. Oh, that that's really neat. Well, um really delighted to have you on board uh today and, and telling us all about uh Dubai, Gabby. I really appreciate your your time.
1: Oh, no, on the contrary, thank you for your interest and for inviting me. You know, I have always admired you and your business. So thank, thank you, you so much.
0: I really appreciate that. And I <laughs> guess one the one last question I had is it now that we spoke about how expensive like there's there is lots of luxury there, how expensive is it? For a family or a couple that want to visit is it is there budget travel oriented uh or is it pretty much everything's minimum three hundred dollars a night u s hotel yeah
1: no so so there are a wide rate of range of hotels like you can go on a budget, but as I always tell my clients when they approach me um it's not a city that you want to go on a budget because right, <laughs> right. <laughs> really it's a city that you have to um like it, it, invites you to spend, and <laughs> right. you will miss on many things uh, if you don't uh, spend. Like going to the top of the Borjali fight, it, it it it's about okay. I don't know how how much it is in dollars. If I can just make like a quick yeah conversion, hundred
0: bucks a person.
1: Um, so it's around. Well, it's not that expensive. It's actually forty. 40 dollars 40 50 hey,
0: that's still yeah. that's still a lot to go up an elevator
1: yeah i mean it is but it's not 100 yeah right it's still if you are with your whole family yeah it, so it is yeah like <laughs> something right what, I mean, what the, did the, you um, yeah
0: sorry what, I, you're a family of five what did you spend 400 dollars on oh we took an <laughs> elevator up
1: <laughs> Yeah. Like-
0: <laughs> really? What a way really? to spend
1: your money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You can go on a budget, and the, the most famous, iconic things of Dubai are free. Like, you can watch the Burj Khalifa from outside, right? You can see the <laughs>
0: fountain. It's Dubai free to fountain. look at the building.
1: <laughs> but it also has a show. I mean, just looking at the building is yep. amazing. And it true, has true, a, li- a lighting show with LEDs and the, the latest technology in lights. It's yeah. like on the building so you can see that you can see the fountain show, which is also the largest in the world you can see from from outside the Burj al-arab which many people do because it's so expensive to go to the Burj al-arab the one that is like a sale yeah so i I mean those things you can do for free and you can stay two days and and you will see the most spectacular things of dubai so
0: i guess yeah go ahead
1: yeah but i think uh it's best if you go with a little bit more of budget, so you can do the desert <laughs> safari. You can, you right. know, experience all those things that Dubai is if known for.
0: If you're spending uh, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars to <laughs> kick over to Dubai already, then you likely, and you're a family of four, then you likely have a bit more budget anyhow. To yeah, to and you can save on the places.
1: hotel. You can save on the hotel. You're you're not in the hotel all the time, right? So you just go there to sleep. There are right, right. There are uh, affordable hotels. So I, that's part of my job as well, to design an itinerary based on their budget. Uh, yep. But and yeah, so, they do have to have some budget.
0: <laughs> and so what is your uh, email address if anybody wants to reach out to you?
1: <clears throat> so um, it's a bit long. It's Dunas Gaby Solis, uh, Um eight dunas y palmeras, I
0: think you need a shorter version soon. Yeah, I've been trying to <laughs> to change
1: it. I know it's long. Um and because the dominion it's also long because of the life that I right. had to add. So they can just uh, reach me also on my on Instagram, Instagram or Facebook. Dunas y Palmeras, that's it.
0: Amazing. Gabi, you've been a pleasure to have on the show today. I hope that uh, things get back to normal in Dubai so that you guys could move back once again. And, uh, and indeed, I recommend that if anybody has any questions on their uh, trips to get out over to Dubai to reach out to Gabi.
1: Uh, muchas gracias thank you so much pardon my English. some words that I forgot
0: <laughs> you were but thank you you were awesome thank you Gabby and have a wonderful day and do say hello to your little one for me
1: oh yeah thank you and hi to the family and to all your audience thank you for listening <laughs>
0: thank you Gabby take care bye bye well that is uh, the end of our interview with Gabby Solís from Dunas y Palmeras um, I highly uh, recommend that you uh, check out her blog and her Instagram because uh, if you're interested in going to Dubai, she has everything you need uh, there. So uh, all the information you need for your trip. Um, looking forward to chatting with you again in the next couple of days. Uh, thanks to everyone that uh, listened in today and we'll see you next time. Expeditioner out.